0: Life's good. Never off. Whoa. Hard. Hard Hardly. Come on, Rance. Life's good. Got real close. hair high, right? Trying to hit two thirds. Have they saved it for her? Yes, they have. Welcome to Game of Stones, everybody. I am Sean Graham. Scott, physically distancing. As always, hello, Scott. Sean, what's up? It's uh, another day in the nation's capital. Rideau Canal opening tomorrow. So big uh, events going on. Yeah, you're pretty stoked. You got no. your skates all sharpened? Now, see, it's, I mean, uh, it's nice that it's opening. But it's not opening far enough north. Like It's not the whole Rideau Canal yet. So the part right at my house won't be open tomorrow. It's a stretch further south. So I only go when I can go right... To Outside of my house and get on it in two minutes i don't walk the half a kilometer down to where it will be open yeah that's weird uh you'd think it would be open where you live it's really shallow so uh, you think it would be easy to get it done but i guess they're trying to uh, i don't know i think a smaller section first i I just think it's the ice quality at my section uh i'm further north i'm closer to Somerset Street and the National Arts Center, for anyone who knows Ottawa, knows the canal a little bit, that section is always the second to open. Dow's Lake is always last, and the section is always second. I think it's just because of the ice conditions, because it's a more narrow stretch. And I I don't know why else, but it it seems like it's always a a struggle for them to get it open. once it is open, has worse, like ice conditions, than further south? I see. I see well uh, it's definitely cold enough uh yeah. for, for it to be going on so cool that's yeah. cool and uh you know i'm like uh, i'm really busy uh, with work stuff right now uh, believe it or not uh this isn't our full-time job sean uh <laughs> podcasting uh sometimes i wish it was but uh it's been super busy yeah so but but sean you had some time to set up our show today Yes, that's right, Scott. It's another round of Canada's fastest growing game show. Name that shot, TM. Wow. Yeah. Uh, I'm excited. It, this was a, obviously a hit. We're going back to the well one more time. Yeah, I had fun putting it together last time. I enjoyed listening to you try to guess. We got some good feedback on this episode. So I, I wanted to go back. Do it again as a fun idea. Name some shots. I got 10 shots, Scott, for you. And I have a bit of a, a ulterior motive in some of the shots, uh, or not in all the shots, in the compilation in its entirety. And it's almost like a themed trivia round in a way. So we'll see once we get to the end of the 10 shots if you can guess the theme that I'm going for. Ooh, perfect. I love this. And then maybe the theme theme will lead me to get some of the shots that I didn't get. But anyway. We'll see. uh, So Okay, so I won't reveal the shots then as we go. You want me to wait until the end? Yeah, let's wait until the end. Okay. I mean, I'll guess, but uh, that'll be good. Okay, so let's get started, everybody. I, I will say, too, overall, this is going to be easier, I think than the previous round of Name That Shot. Phew. Thank so, goodness. Uh, so, you know, there's no random YouTube spiels <laughs> on here as there was last time. So gotcha. uh, I'll just say that. So I think it's a little easier. So let's get started, Scott, with a shot that I think will be very familiar to a lot of Canadian curling fans, at least, if not curling fans around the world. This is so tough. Oh, it's Jennifer Jones. The <laughs> most difficult attempt yeah. trying to come oh. in off oh. a stone on the outside, oh. trying to get the roll to the stone at the button. They're working on it frantically. There's the contact. There's the roll. She made it. Oh, boy. Yeah, Jennifer Jones' uh, first Scotty's win. 2005. Yes, 2005 against Jen Hanna. Against Jen Hanna, the rock that Jennifer Jones comes off of on this in-off shot to win was thrown by Don Askin. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yep. Yeah, that uh, that one I knew from Mike Harris saying, "So tough, so tough, <laughs> so tough." Yeah, was, I should have started like, it after that. That's like you, Sean, doing, uh, doing Seinfeld trivia. <laughs> yeah, just one word, got it. <laughs> one word, I got it. Yeah. Okay, so you're one for one, Scott. You're off to a better start than last time. All right, I'm going to uh, write this down, okay. uh, which ones they are. But yes, I'm ready to go ahead. Okay, so shot number two. Let's pull this one up. Oh, no, that's uh, not the right clip. She did a wonderful job in the 10th end, playing the draw, controlling the emotions and putting it right to the face of the opposition rock. Let's go. Let's nail this, guys. She needs the button. Let's go, Heather. You got this. Just draw back on that one she threw 20 minutes ago. Same speed, probably, in this spot. Full four. You're thinking draw to the button, just like you've done all those times in practice. Final stone on the way. Looking to put herself into the final. Full forefoot. You can hear the oohs and ahs here. Maybe a little heavy. Nothing from Mayer. Nothing from Peters. All on its own. Looking for the forefoot. Needs to stop. Needs to stop. It's slide too far you may want to put a stick to it but from overhead it looks like it just scott this is one of my favorite shots yeah uh, <laughs> uh, yeah so it's heather edwin throwing it yes correct it's a semi-final and i, I want to say that it is the 2011 or 2012 scotties yes you are correct it is 2012 scotties against so it's the same all against grammarly oh. helps make sorry against grammarly huh. against grammarly yeah <laughs> uh, unpaid sponsors <laughs> plug there um you're going you're gonna to have to tell me who it's against. I it's against remember. Jennifer Jones. So in the clip, you see Jennifer Jones gets right into Caitlin Law's face as she's sweeping once she <laughs> comes behind the T-line. Sort of a great visual there. But, yeah, it's against Jennifer Jones, semifinal of the 2012 Scotties. You are correct on that. I'm Very giving good. you the full point, two for two. Cool. All right. That's good. Okay. Shot number three. A back and forth game, and it all comes down to this. Dead then, final stone. Floor. Jason Gunlickson yes. yeah. He needs a big time shot. Oh, Run it back, bang the red, clip it. Oh my God! Yes. Yeah. A Manitoba miracle, big. Scott, Manitoba miracle. Yeah. So this is from the 2020 Brier. Jason Gunlickson. Uh, it's the morning draw. Is it the one against P E I? Yes, you are that, correct. That he throws. Yep. Yeah. I mean, it's mudric, Monday morning. So it's mood. So Tuesday? you know, it's the morning draw. <laughs> yeah. I can't, I couldn't remember if it was Monday or Tuesday. Uh, yeah, that I'm not sure about Monday. Or I, uh, I, I, I remember I didn't go to all of the morning draws. Right. I, I want to say Tuesday. Cause I feel as though I saw this in Ottawa, uh, while I was homesick okay okay so that was a uh like a run back double or run back triple for the win yeah uh, absolutely crazy double run back for the win yeah yeah cool all right uh crushing it you're three for right. three <laughs> three for three let's keep it going all right another one of my favorites Game. Plus, now this is their 30 from Heavy, this back half. Back so all that he'd have left Cooey on the yellow? Yep. is 30 no, skip-stop in the oh. second half. Oh. Oh. Hey, what's going on? Hold oh, come on. On, come on, on a guys. second. Hold on a second. Did you come out to tell them that Rock was coming off? Yeah, yeah. Sir, what the fuck? Like told you, DJ, this. One of the best right there. Scott, Aim the... that <laughs> shot. This is the Canada Cup. 2019. Uh, team Cooey against uh, the team with Nichols. No. Or not Nichols. Uh, uh, no, uh, Mark Kennedy playing, he's sparing for Ryan Fry. Correct. This is the famed timing controversy shot of the Canada Cup when Hebert. Sort of argues with the official there a little bit, and then argues with Mark Kennedy for some reason. Um, and and Kennedy says, yeah. "What do you want me to do? But do you ben? want the point?" Like, uh, this is sort <laughs> of a a great moment. That was the ill-fated timing rules that they tried out at that Canada Cup, which secretly I kind of liked. Um, they'll they'll never go back to it, but it was uh, just one of those moments that was surreal in the moment. It's still surreal to think about it back. Yeah, uh, and I just remember we had gave us a lot of fodder for the podcast to talk about those timing rules. Uh, Hasn't really come up uh, in a while to change the timing rules. Uh, I wasn't a big fan of the end by end timing, but anyway. Well, uh, so there you go. Continue, Scott. You are uh, continue to be hot here. Four for four. Let's keep it up. Morris. Pack. We'll have the chance. Pack weight round the guard. Come off of the top world rock roll into his own for a catcher. Yes, it's good. John Morris. Please, Thiessen. Yes. Natalie Nicholson. Yes. Allison yes. Pottinger. Teason, yes. All the way. Yes. Teason, yes. All the way. Yes. Through the hole. Yes. All the way. Touch yes. yeah. again. the way. <laughs> 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 Scott. Name that shot. So this is at the Continental Cup. And I want to say it's in 2015. And uh, the team North America wins on that shot. Yes, that uh, is the case that they win on that shot. Scott, do you know where you were during that shot? Well, was I right? It was the 2015? No, you're incorrect. Oh, okay. Then uh, the twenty sixteen Continental Cup of Curling. Right, that's the one we went to. But uh, uh, I was sitting beside the uh, beside the ice, I think, in one of the corners. Yeah, you were somewhere somewhere in the, the seats. Yeah, yeah. Out there. I w- I got yeah, the... I was on the media bench right behind that. Yes, you were. Uh, that was pretty exciting. Yeah. Yeah, it was intense. That was a loud cheer. Really, that building got loud in that moment. Yeah, that was really fun. Like to sell out that it's pretty small building, but it was sold out all the time and, and very, very yeah. loud. Well, except for the morning draws, I people ba- were enjoying the Vegas night Night <laughs> Yeah. So the morning draws were a little tame. Back when the uh, Continental Cup uh, meant something. What, what, what did it mean? Uh, it's a TV show. Yeah, it's a TV show, but it's a lot of. Uh... A lot of Canadians going down, and uh really given it their all. <laughs> yes, that uh, that is indeed the case. So I'll give you the point. You're a year off, but I'll give you so, the point. I'll you know it. what? I looked at my notepad. I had actually written down 2016, and then I second-guessed myself and thought, maybe it's oh. 2015. Uh, okay. Does this, Sean, does this qualify me for NBA Jam He's on Fire Territory? Yeah, so what do you want to do? Jump to the ceiling? Jump out of the screen? Yeah, jump off the screen, do like a windmill dunk. Do you want to be glowing the whole time? Ooh, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. All right, so you're through the uh, proverbial front nine unscathed, Scott. All right, let's see if we can keep the streak going. Yes, let's make the turn. Here we go. Clip number six. Crowd settles down. Bite. The white. Draw for like the now, win. Line's, line's good. good. Line's good. Team Canada. Looks light. Like. Looks light. Like. Looks a little light, go, go, go. says Morris. Yeah, now yeah, it's up yeah. to Peason and Rycroft. the, no! the champion no! no! Scott Name that shot Sean that is Pat Simmons drawing for the win at the Briar in 2015 That is correct 2015 Briar Pat Simmons drawing to the button one of my favorite shots of all time as i've said often on the show largely because of the broom throw yes yes the broom throw is pretty epic pretty epic it is amazing and i i like to believe that up in the rafters of the saddle dome it's still there the broom is still sticking around it never came down yeah it'd be hilarious too if like one night some flames player uh Johnny Hockey's on a breakaway, and then out of nowhere, <laughs> this broom falls on the ice and trips him up, and he can't and he doesn't score. And the referee just has to be like, "What? Like, <laughs> oh, what? <laughs> Perfect." All right, six 4 six, Scott. Here we go, clip number seven. Final stone on the way. Got real close. Okay, line's good. Not great never numbers. Line's never a problem. Cooey. Why's Brent. Brent Lang, Ben Heberstein. come on Brent, we need points, guys. You need the four foot. You need, on, the far foot. On, you need the four foot. Come Here, on, comes, Kennedy. Foot. Come Here comes Kennedy. You need the four foot. We got to carry it to the four, to the four, to the four. And far enough. Scott, name that shot. 2017 Men's Curling Trials. Uh, The last shot by Kevin Cooey to get their berth in the 2018 Olympics. Correct. Against? Against Mike McEwen. Yes. And before we start that, or before I started that clip, Vic has just a killer line of uh, talking about the McEwen team when he says a chance they might not ever get again or something along those lines. Just really twisting the knife right into <laughs> Team McEwen there, in retrospect. You know, if, if that draw misses, that line means something a little different perhaps, but uh, certainly in the moment, uh, or, or knowing what happens, that just whew that's why Vic's the best. That's why he's the best. You got that right. Yeah. Alright, so you continue to be rolling here, Scott. I'm going to uh, ask Team Botcher to get on this train. That's right, yeah. <laughs> so that's uh, seven for seven or six? Yeah, seven for seven. Seven, yeah. All right, here we go. Clip number eight. Dad Craig can't watch, can't sit still. Final stone, Ontario. Heavy crunch. Look at this. Courtney Wingle. Have they saved it for her? Yes, they have. Of course, a clip that will be familiar to those of you who've listened to our intro. But Scott, name that shot. Sean, that was Rachel Homan playing to, I forget if it was to win or tie. I think it was to tie the Scotties against Michelle Englott in 2019. Okay. No, 17. Yes. 18? 19? No, 17. You were right, 17. 17, okay. Yeah, and yes. uh, it was to go to an extra end. Almost. You're almost right about that. Michelle Englott had the hammer. Rachel Holman uh, was facing three with her last one, and that is her very thin double to force Michelle Englott into an open draw for two. Right, and which tied the game Correct. and sent it to an extra. Yeah, okay. Yes. I love that call. I listen to our intro every week, putting together the show, uh, and mm-hmm. I continue to love it. Have they saved it for her? Yes, they have. Just Vic is a tour de force. <laughs> I, I like how much Vic we've got on this, uh, this episode. Yeah. All right. So let's see if we can keep the perfect record going. Clip number nine. Playing the pick for a yes! third straight Hire! championship. Hire! Uh-oh. Hire! Hire! Trying to hold the line. an officer, playing the pick, Have they got it. Yes, yes they do. Hire! Scott, name that shot. So this is Jennifer Jones again. And yeah, yeah, yeah huh. Uh, whoa, just to buy myself more time, Sean, uh, I got TSN on here, and uh, Jack's there. Whew, what a, it's got a mullet. It's yeah, following Jack, the protocols. Good for yeah, Jack. Jack is following the protocols. Jack is no, going nowhere near a barber. Yeah, and uh, I applaud it <laughs> for him. I, I applaud him for that. So uh, Jennifer Jones going for her third straight championship is going to be in... 2012? No, you are incorrect. Oh, boy. To win uh, Scotty's... Yeah, that wouldn't be right. Did she win three straight in 2011? She did not. Oh. Uh, amber holland right. won in 2011 yeah all right uh, i'm gonna have to i uh, have to give up there all right so let's move on to the next clip then because we said we won't give away answers on one you didn't know so yes we will pass that one by and go to the next clip this is 10 right scott you have them all written down this is it's 10 good. yeah all right clip number 10 Final still yeah. Up by one. Whoa. Yes. Whoa. Whoa.
1: Westcott
0: Wilson right. backing off. Can she pick this yeah. right off the face yeah. by the guard? Yeah. Can she pick it off the face? Oh, oh my. Oh, my. Name that shot. Kathy Overton Clapham. 2011 Scotties in Charlottetown against Jennifer Jones. Yes. Greatest game of all time, for my money, in terms of the television experience. Yes. It's uh, just yes. A, a remarkable, uh, remarkable television viewing experience there. Watching that game, it was a Wednesday night. It was incredible. I've said it before. TSN put together a WWE-level hype package at the start of the game, and it was amazing. The crowd was 100% behind Kathy overton Clapham and some of the other players were too. As games ended that night, players stuck around on the benches and were Mm -hmm. cheering for Team Manitoba. And if you've ever been to a live event, you know that once the game's over, teams are out of there. They're exhausted. They want to get out. They want to get into their routines. But not that night. The teams were sticking around. And the one I remember specifically, Kathy overton Clapham gave a shout-out to Andrea Crawford, in the post game, being like, Andrew Crawford was all in on that. It was just, it was just great. <laughs> just amazing. Very good. Very, very, very good. So, yeah, you were correct, Scott. So, nine out of ten. And that's not bad, right? Not I think bad. that's a good score. Yeah. And uh, I knew that the number nine was Jennifer Jones to win, but I couldn't quite place which year it was. Yes, so Scott, if I gave you a clue and said that we watched this game together, would that help? Yes, that definitely helps because this must have happened when I lived in Montreal and Sean, you came from Ottawa to watch the Super Bowl, but also the Scotties final was that day and it was in 2010 because the olympics were happening so it was an early scotties and 2010 was the year that prince edward island went on a huge run and made it all the way to the finals. so that was against prince edward island 2010 uh to three pete and we were rooting so hard uh for the ladies from pei and by that much like a little pick that's uh by how much they lost Yep, you are absolutely correct. That is the 2010 Scotty's final. The great Kathy O'Rourke team. Kathy O'Rourke mm-hmm. skipped that team, played third. Jerilyn uh, Ramsey was on that team, throwing the four stones. Just a remarkable performance that harkened back a little bit to Suzanne Burt's first Scotty's appearance in a way of this P.I. team that, I mean, everyone in around curling in this country knows who Kathy O'Rourke is. Uh, just She's just been around for a long time, been to a bunch of Scotties and for folks who pay attention to the mixed nationals, she's played in that a whole bunch as well. So just a a very big figure, but the team as a whole, not a lot of folks were familiar with it. So it was a lot of fun for them to come through, have a great week, make it into that final and almost won. Yeah. Sort of uh, set the, the, the template right for, uh, these the more experienced players to team up with younger curlers that we've seen uh, with Marianne Arsenault in the last little bit, and we saw with um, Michelle Englot uh, yeah. a couple of years ago. So uh, yeah, it was sort of a, a trendsetter in that way, for sure. So uh, just yeah, a great run and a great final too. So Scott, mm-hmm. ten shots, you got nine of them right. Now we've identified the 10th. So if we go through them all, um, well, here, I'll let you, because you have them written down in front of you, go through the 10 shots again. Okay, so uh, we have Jennifer Jones to win her first Scotties in 2005. Uh, Heather Nettoin in the 2012 semifinal against Jennifer Jones. We've got Jason Gunn in, making a shot in the 2020 Briar against P.E.I. Uh, then the Canada Cup in 2019, the timing rules shot, Cui versus Jacobs. Uh, the 2016 Continental Cup, John Morris for the win. And was it mixed skins? Yes. Um, Pat Simmons draw for the 2020 or 2015 Briar. The 2017 Trials, Team Q- Cooey versus Team McEwen. Rachel in 2018. Uh, Scotties, 10th end to force an extra against Michelle Englott. And Jones to win the 2010 Scotties. And Kathy Overton-Clapham to beat Jones at the 2011 Scotties. Yes. So shot all i can think of is that there's maybe like some kind of a, a a chain here where one relates to the next relates to the next otherwise uh i would just say these are all your favorite shots <laughs> uh yeah a, a lot of these are my favorite shots uh you throw the gushu shot in there in terms of uh some of my favorites mm-hmm. for sure but overall scott each one of these shots has players who are going to the bubble Ah, the bubble connection. Okay, okay. Yeah, this is I I you know I was thinking about as we get closer to the event itself, there it, you know the likelihood that it'll actually happen seems to be increasing. Um, you know, I'm just, I, until people land in Calgary, I'm not going to be 100% sure, but mm-hmm. I was thinking if this happens Let's get excited about it. Let's wet our whistle a little bit about what is possible from some of these players. Some of those great moments that we've enjoyed in curling Canada events, national championships. Even if the Canada Cup isn't an official national championship, it's a pseudo national championship. But all of these shots include players who will be in the bubble and uh, just looking forward to seeing some curling on the assumption that it happens and that it can be done safely. Cool. Yeah, this is really cool. I'm getting excited for it. Uh, The World Curling Federation hasn't canceled the Worlds yet. Nope. So, uh, uh, looks like it's maybe a go? We'll see. Uh, Curling Canada did have press availability today to line up some of the logistic issues or just to announce some things. We do Mm -hmm. have draw times, Scott, which I'm not terrible for folks in the eastern part of the country. okay we got uh, an 830p uh, local or sorry 830p eastern for the evening draw so if you back that up to 3:30 and 10:30 are you okay yeah that's uh, that's definitely not too bad for for folks like us.
1: Yeah, I'm glad um, they didn't
0: go with the, the 9, is it the 9 two, seven local time set. That extra half hour really helps. It, yeah, it does. It does. And it'll be nice, it's, Sean, uh, working from home, as uh, yeah. you and I are fortunate enough to be able to do, uh, I, I can on. have my, my curling on in the background while I, while I work on my documents and emails. Yeah. So last year, of course, we did daily episodes after each day of the Scotties and Briar. I have some ideas for how we'll cover it this year from afar. Of course, we did the mm-hmm. Scotties from afar last year, last, uh, but for the Briar, Scott was on site the entire time. And I have some ideas for what we'll do given the lateness of the evening draws. So we'll talk about that offline. We'll make an announcement about what we'll do once, uh, well, once for sure it's actually going to happen. Uh, the event, mm-hmm. I mean. So uh, so look forward to that. The other somewhat interesting piece of news I think that came out of that media availability today was that Curling Canada said that uh, they were asked about travel restrictions that are currently in place across the country. They basically said, well, it's up to local authorities. We think everyone should be able to get here. Uh, It struck me as almost like, to bring up WWE again, how Vince McMahon is like, well, they're independent contractors. And I'm like, well, (laughs) I mean, you could take a little more interest in their situation. So uh, I I thought that was a little curious. So we'll see how that progresses. Certainly, there are provinces across the country where quarantine rules are in place when you travel back and forth and uh, local municipalities are concerned about people coming in. So we'll see how this plays out over the next few weeks as we get closer to that bubble. but That was the only other, I think, interesting thing that came out of today. The other piece of news this week was the announcement that for the Mixed Doubles National Championship, 35 teams will be invited into the bubble. All of the provincial and territorial champions or representatives will go, and then the rest of the teams will be based off CTRS points. Interesting, though, that they announced that teams that are new this year and had agreed to play together are allowed to combine the points that they had from last year. So basically if two people were Mm -hmm. playing and they had 40 points, each team gets or each individual gets 20 points to take to a new team. And that was not allowed in the four person games that uh, are four person teams that if there were two new players on a team, they couldn't bring their proportion of their team's points with them to the new Mm -hmm. four person team mixed doubles they're allowing that a couple players had some strong reactions to that i think it's the right decision but on a personal note i will say scott that bold prediction of curling canada making a decision that people are upset with has come true not even at the end of january i believe i had that you definitely had that sean definitely had that uh yeah, 30, so thirty-five teams. It seems like a weird number, but yeah. okay, they'll, they'll figure it out. Five pools of seven for round robin play, and twelve will advance. Eh, okay, cool. Um, it gets you that I'm six not... games. Like, it, it, I think that's it. Like, you want to have enough games to make it worthwhile. Yeah, I guess that's true. That's true. And if, of course, uh, if you're like the next team on the CTR at this point, you're like, why don't you go to thirty-six? everything yeah. else always says even numbers like i, I would take that as, I w- if i was the next on the list i'd be like oh that's a personal slight <laughs> <laughs> yes let's make sure that the tucks are uh high enough on that <laughs> list to get in <laughs> otherwise there will be some hell to pay for curling canada uh sean also quick a uh, couple points that came out today is that uh, the 2021 mixed uh championship the four-person mixed is going to uh it was canceled for this year originally, and it's going to take place at the end of the year in November in Canmore. They announced that today. Yep. And well, it's always, it, it is always a fall championship.
1: It, okay, the, so then the, the 2020
0: the, was the one that The 2020 was canceled, was canceled. yeah. So the, it's always a fall event. So, yeah, the 2021 one will take place there in uh, at, at West – where was it? <laughs> Canmore. Canmore. In Canmore, excuse me. Out in Canmore. And I – I think a lot of the provinces or some of the provinces at least are member associations already had the mixed nat or their mixed provincial championships for that 2020 event. They, a lot of them hold them in the spring. So those teams will probably hold over and go to 2021 for the member associations that didn't declare a champion. I'm not entirely sure what they'll do. They'll probably wait until the fall and try and get in a, an event, but, uh, that that's a tough one given how everything played out right with a lot of places shutting down in the spring and then no events being held this fall so it's a that's just an awkward timing one that even in normal times people are always somewhat up in arms about well why are we doing this in the spring shouldn't we wait until the fall but then the member associations that wait till the fall people are saying well it's not enough time to really get into shape and at the end yeah. of last season when everyone's in top condition. So it's just one of those awkward championships that where it is on the schedule can make it tough for the member associations to run their championship. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And so I just was reading the story here that they used to name the event for the the championship year, even though it was played in the fall. So, like the 2021 championship was scheduled in the fall of 2020. Uh, and now yeah. they're just going to change the naming to make it make sense. Uh, it's played right. <laughs> in the year in which it was played, named for the year yeah. in which it was played. So, so uh, Sean, in essence, uh, they don't, they don't really miss one then. Because there would no, have exactly. been a 2021 in 2019. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So, uh, the, the other thing, Sean, uh, Devin Haru tweeted that, uh, media will not be allowed in the Correct. curling bubble. So yes. there goes our dream of um, <laughs> traveling to Calgary at the height of a pandemic. This is quite a blow for sure. Quite a blow. There's nowhere yeah. I'd rather be in the country than Calgary in February. <laughs> yeah, you can get some of those good Chinook days where uh, yeah? uh, it gets up to double digits even. <laughs> so <laughs> Yeah, so uh, no no press will be there. I think that's the right decision. We've seen other leagues, other sports uh, go with digital availability. I pretty, I would be stunned if Curling Canada doesn't arrange for some sort of virtual availability in post-game mm-hmm. settings. Uh, so we'll see if we can get in on some of those. It'll be a little tougher to ask questions and probably get audio clips. But, you know, it's the best that you can do. And, and given the bubble situation, you don't want to introduce more people into the bubble than necessary. And not to really be super duper critical of the curling media. I mean, nobody is winning a Pulitzer for the questions they ask in these media scrums after curling games. So, yes, you know, let's, uh, you know, we don't really need to pour one out for that. I mean, I I think most of the accessibility and most of the discussions that take place between media and players are not done in the formal setting. So that's where you're actually going to lose it. Not having media in the scrums in person that, is whatever it, it, it's that stuff yeah. that takes place afterwards at dinners at the patch in the hotel lobby that's where a lot of the information gets passed along so uh, that'll be a loss for a lot of the media members but you know text, for sure they can text and call and do all that other stuff yeah damn right so, all right uh, that's uh that's stuff. all sean All right, so that is your update for the bubble. Hopefully that gets you into the mood for a little bit of live curling. And if you're in the mood for live curling, currently, right now, as we speak, the Newfoundland Labrador tankard is taking place. I believe their version of the Scotties is happening simultaneously to that. Uh, I could be wrong, but there is some streaming coming out of Newfoundland and Labrador. This weekend is also the PEI Women's and Men's Championships Best Out of Five series there where you will see the legends of Suzanne Burt and Eddie McKenzie participate in those events. I believe they will be streamed as well. So we have some live curling going on, some streaming opportunities for you to watch the team's as they fight for a spot in that bubble. And as we convene next week, once we get into February, I believe that will round out the field for both the Scotties and the Briar out in Calgary. So some exciting stuff going on there. Scott, you said Greg Smith got off to a hot start today. Big shot to get a win in his opener. Yeah, well, it was actually like a, like kind of a slow start to the game. And he had to, he was down two with hammer in the last end. And, uh, Made like an angle raise on his first and then uh the the other guys made a takeout and then he had he had sort of a small hit like a pretty good hit around a guard uh to score three uh and so made it and you know you see the whole sheet on the on the stream and he's jumping up and down and screaming and that was just great (laughs) so he hasn't (laughs) mellowed at all since we last saw him uh, not, not really, no. But uh, yeah, the stream's pretty fun. I just had it on uh, in the background there while I was doing work, and I happened to look over in the last end. So uh, yeah, really, uh, really good stuff. Yeah, so good, good timing, Scott. Well done. There you go. That's what I do. So uh, yeah, so throw our support uh, to all the teams out there in the Atlantic region as they compete this weekend. Good luck to everybody. Stay safe out there. And that'll do it for this week. Thank you everybody for listening. If you have not yet, please do subscribe to the show wherever it is you get your podcast. Do the likes, the ratings, comments, all that good stuff. Helps us beat the algorithm, helps other people find the show. You can also follow along with everything we're doing on Twitter and Instagram at Game of Stones Pod. Tweeted out and posted a picture on Instagram this week of the second ever Enrico Palazzo Virtual Bond Spiel, held with some folks who we know here in Ottawa who we curl with, an exciting weekend, very prestigious event, and uh, the win. You know who wins isn't always important in these things, uh, but I won, so you know I was better than everybody this weekend. Uh, so Scott, the two events that we've had, no one's been able to beat us in this. Yeah, we're two for two. Sean, if I couldn't win myself, uh, as I did the first one, I, I was happy to uh, <laughs> happy to let you stand in uh, in our stead. <laughs> uh, and that's through the Curling Zone Fly or Die Curling. A lot of fun to, to do that. You can play with your friends uh, in real time. It's a, it's a lot of fun. So we just had a Google Meet going, doing a little trash talking as we all played from our various houses. So it's a lot of fun to do that. So we encourage everybody to check that out if you want to do a little curling yourself in whatever way we can with the facilities being closed a lot of them across the country also you can head on over to Gamerstonespod.com and follow along with everything we got going on there all of our past episodes are there plus the link to the t-shirts the merch three colors of t-shirts we are selling them all proceeds going to food banks Canada. and we are matching all those proceeds so We will be doing another donation as we round it up at the end of the month to send that off. So if you want to get that in for a January donation, please do check that out. And, of course, you can always get in touch with the show, Podcast at gmail.com. Let us know what you want to hear, some feedback as we look forward to covering some live curling. So that'll do it for this week. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Stay safe out there. And, of course, keep your brooms on the ice. Don't dump that in turn. Make the final...